0: Hello, welcome back to Invader Sports. I'm Dan joined by Luke this week. And guess what? We promised <laughs> this time next week we're going to have a name. <laughs> we're going to have a name for this show. So now I put it out in the world. So we have to do it, Luke. Yep, we
1: do. We do. To do um, it. We'll start thinking of some ideas. Yeah.
0: So we missed you last week and some transfers happened, some games happened. And uh, we were talking a lot about the relegation race and is the title race back on? So real quick, I'd just like to get your thoughts on that. Um, do you think Newcastle, since now they're out of the bottom three after beating Everton, do you think that they will avoid relegation now, like kind of get on a hot streak?
1: Did you know that was gonna be my question?
0: Oh, was it really? <laughs> it
1: was, yeah. Um I I yeah, to be honest, I can't see them falling back into it now. I think they'll start getting a little bit of a rhythm. They made some big improvements. Um in january i think they'll be okay like i can't see them climbing much but i think they'll survive um they'll survive and kick on in the summer um but yeah i was interested to know what, what you thought as well um, because yeah to me to me it feels like they should be safe now i'd be surprised if they uh if they found themselves back in that battle
0: well yeah i mean that game speaks volumes right there because everton is that team that you know they're not quite safe yet they're not hmm. I, they're in 16th place they have one game in hand but they only have 19 points and when you're talking relegation right now it's 14 through 17 points that's what that's where we're at so they're not completely safe right now and i'm not even going to say they're safe with their new manager they they made some new signings so we'll see how they play but i think newcastle yes i think they will go on a nice run that was an impressive, like I said, an impressive three-one victory over over Everton. Uh, Trippier even scored a goal. So how about that? Can't make, can't make yeah. that up. Um,
1: no, I think that was. I think uh, it's a nice little bit of hope for Newcastle fans when a transfer or any any fab when a new transfer comes in and almost makes like an instant impact in like the first couple of weeks. Um, I think that's about as much as you can ask for, really. So, yeah. I mean I, like like I said, I don't think it's gonna be like an incredible run until the end of the season now for them, but uh I think Newcastle should be okay. And like I said, they they brought in some players that definitely help with squad depth and improving the starting eleven. So <laughs> yeah, I think bless you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I, you. I think that, I I think that I think they'll be fine. Um I mean it definitely wasn't I, I think not taking anything away from, from from Newcastle, but it also was not Everton's best display yeah
0: um, are, are I would you like to have seen them um, are you impressed by the um, new coach do you think Lampard will do anything there
1: I'm not sure I'm not sure they need, um,
0: they need somebody who's going to stick around man how many how many managers have they had in the past 10 years it's crazy they got to just get someone that's I mean gonna... as he,
1: as he, as a United fan I'm not going to comment on that because we've throwing managers into the mix all the time so um <laughs> but but yeah they definitely like you said that I, I i'm not sure lampard is the manager to stick around to be honest um but my only hope is that he gets the best out of donny for the next couple of months um i was quite surprised that he didn't start for everton uh, and he came on in what the 70th minute or something and he looked he looked okay he looked good i think you just need to run a game run a games and uh, to start getting his confidence back, which I'm hoping Lampard will do for him. Um, but we'll wait and see.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh, I forgot about it until you just brought it up. That was uh, an interesting signing. So you, your hope is that he gets enough playing time there to work on his game, but it eventually goes back to Man U. Would you like to see him play hmm. for, the, for them again? To,
1: uh, t- yes, I would. I think... T- I think the summer's going to be ma- like massive for United, regardless of where they finish. Um, obviously, well, you'd like to hope we're going to get a new manager. I think uh, there's been obviously some talk that Ralph would stay on and potentially be the permanent manager, which I'm not sure is the right call. Um, I think I said previously, I I'd, I'd personally prefer Ten Hag. Um, so what my hope is, is that kind of see out the season get ten hug and then he comes in in the summer and finds a new new formation and a new way of playing that has a role for for donny that's that's what i'd like to happen because i genuinely think he's a better defender uh, defender i think he's a better midfielder than what we're currently running with with McTominy and fred um and with a decent number six i think you could quite happily run bruno van der and uh I'm going to say Declan Rice, like that type of player, just to just to be that holding point between the defenders and and the rest of the midfielders. Um, so that's what I'm hoping for, um, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I definitely think Donny is good enough to play for United. I just think he needs the right manager um, and a system that makes sense because at the moment he he can't play in the roles of Scott Mc, Scott McTominay, uh, Scott McTominay and Fred and obviously he's not going to be challenging the likes of any of the forwards for for any of the other positions so it's a tricky one for him to get into um so yeah i'm i'm pretty much relying on like a formation change and and uh yeah some a structure structure refresh for, for him again yeah.
0: yeah that makes sense i mean that, that that's always my hope too especially when uh, a player gets loaned out um that you you know if you if you are a fan of them and you'd want to see them come back maybe there's just not a spot for them right now that type of thing happens all the time um so yeah i wanted to get your take on that what are your thoughts on on coutinho so far back in the epl it's playing pretty well
1: you know yeah i mean i'll be honest i haven't watched too much of villa um but the bits i have heard or the bits i have seen little highlights which i know obviously do not tell a full story but um No, it looks it looks to be a good fit so far, which which I am happy with. Again, he's another player where you know, just there were better players ahead of him at whatever team he was playing at, whether it be Bayern or Barca. Um, So it's nice that he's kind of got the spotlight back. He's in a league that he knows again, Um, and yeah, I I think it's a good move for everyone. Is there was was there an option to buy him at the end of the season?
0: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and but that I am curious if they will because. You know, obviously I I think in this leans on what you just said I I think he prefers to play in the EPL he just knows it and obviously he was a he was a star with Liverpool you know he was he was so fun to watch it's it's insane like he gave me a lot of great memories so I wasn't one of the Liverpool fans that was like oh he left us screw him like I I always kind of had the mindset of you know people make mistakes type of thing and second chances are a big thing in life so I, I was super happy for him that he gets to come back he gets to play for gerard's his a former teammate you know obviously that had a big reasoning on him signing with with villa i believe it is there was the gerard connection and and he, he's flourishing man he scored again today the they are that they, they have well they have lost since he's been there they have one win and two draws but three three today against leeds So that was a very high-scoring game. It was uh, surprising. But, yeah, he played very well, again. So I'm curious if he's going to stay there or if he's going to end up right back at Barcelona in the same boat he was in after his Bayern Munich loan. I I think Barca
1: Barca will be keen to move him on. Um, Obviously, they're going for a rebuild themselves, right? They're trying to really bring down the average age of the team – think wages is another thing that they're going to want to want to kind of go backwards on um and and drop some of those too so I think from Barca's perspective it makes sense I think from Coutinho's perspective probably better to come back and be a team where you can be that focal point um and I don't see why Villa wouldn't take him so to me it's kind of like a little bit of a no-brainer unless unless another club comes in and and tries to tries to swoop swoop him from uh, from Villa but I, I can't see him staying at Barcelona to be honest after this um I don't know where he went up but
0: yeah so this is what I this is the the thought that's in my head at least for this season Liverpool get you know a hungry Salah back after he just came short in the AFCON final a very motivated Sadio Mane we go on a, a tear you know, mm-hmm. you got, you got the new kid, you go on a tear city, drop another game, Liverpool make it a title race. And the last game of the year, Villa plays city and Coutinho scores in the 85th minute <laughs> to give Liverpool the title. I it's like, it's like a movie. If that happens, man, I'm going to lose my shit. But the fact that they play city.
1: Yeah.
0: But the fact that they play them in the last game of the season it's like, it's giving me hope. You know, I know city city don't drop point points often, but the fact that we have the games in hand, the fact that we play city again, and obviously if you win that game, it's virtually, it's virtually a six point swing because, you know, say, say Liverpool played somebody else, didn't get those three points and city wins and gets the three points. So that's where I'm, that's why I'm saying six point swing. Um, so it's, it's huge. You know, Liverpool, obviously they have to win that game if they want to mm-hmm. win the title. But in your in your mind, is the title race back or is it still over? Um
1: I would be shocked if City did not win. Um because what are they now? They're on 60 points, Liverpool's on 40 48 with two games in hand.
0: Yeah, so if you look so at it, that you if you look if let I me mean, if you look at it this way, if Liverpool win the games in hand and they beat City. Then it's a three-point race, but they have to beat yeah. City, and they have to win the games in the hand. So it's it's a tough sled. It is. So
1: I mean, stranger things have happened, but I don't know. I think I think I, I see more opportunity for Liverpool to slip up than I do for City to drop um, to drop the points. Um, but yeah, I think. Kind of as you were saying, I think the the motivation from from Salah to kick on and you know where Mane's at could be enough to to kind of be that push, but I still think City will take it, to be honest.
0: Um so so do I, if I'm being honest, so do I. But I I at least have hope now where Mm -hmm. I didn't. And after I broke it down, I was like, well, if we do win these games and if he beats it, then it's a race. Um I just hope that when we play them and I'll look up when that game is. I just hope it's still a possibility at that point because that game is going to oh it's uh, April April 9th. Yeah, April 9th. Um, if, if that game means anything, like if there's the slightest chance, I'm going to be so yeah. excited for that game because it's 4 days after my birthday. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be I I hope that I can sit down and that game is meaningful. So, yeah. If 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 that's the least I'm asking for, then fine um but we'll see what happens you know obviously they're a great team i have my you know i hope that people don't think i'm just a straight-up hater it's just you know they're not my favorite team um now i'm a newer american soccer fan for you guys that accept me you know about 10 years under my belt now it's nothing compared to to you luke you know you grew up with the game but i i love how it's evolving here and you know i wore my 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 liverpool hoodie to work today and someone screamed at me go liverpool and i'm like oh sweet like that didn't happen three years ago you know i've I've been wearing this stuff for a while like I, I rarely get people to say stuff but but lately it's it is growing and that's a that's a positive sign for me that it's more of a thing you 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 get the uh there's like soccer bars now and they play all the games it's it's, it's a lot of fun for that's especially cool. for for american soccer fans like The reason why, you know, we don't have any home team to root for, you know, I have the Philadelphia union, the MLS, but the MLS is like, it is what it is. It's, it's never going to be that big and it's never going to be that small. It's just fine. You know, it's, I call it a retirement league. Some people get pissed off when I say that, but like the stars, aren't going to go there in the prime. They're going to go there when they're retiring. And if anyone's good enough, like Brendan Aronson, they're going to get sold to Europe. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So it's never going to be a, a huge league. It's going to be it's going to be what it is. So I needed something more than that as a soccer fan. I was like, well, I want something that matters. So I did my research and I ultimately became a Liverpool fan. But that's all we can do as Americans, you know? You got to, mm-hmm. if you're picking a team, you just got to find one that suits your personality Ooh. or whatever and go with it.
1: I mean, it's kind of like us with the NFL. Or in my right. case, I I was just told who I support. Adam literally was like, "You support them?" I was like, "Okay, I support them." Cowboys. So, so Adam's Cowboys. I I kind of was told I support the the Ravens. Um, okay. So so yeah, um, that's how I fell into it.
0: That's so, a good team to be a fan of, to be honest. You know, they they're well run organization. They're if they're bad, they won't be bad very long, and they're yeah. always in the playoffs usually. So yeah, that's a good team to root for. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically the same thing, right? But you guys are getting games there. You know, outside of the year, the years with COVID, where there wasn't games, you know, there's games so people can see their favorite team play. It's it's great, and we have stuff like that, like the International Champions Cup, where the the teams come here. But um, you know, it's not really a a real tournament. It's like a preseason mm-hmm. tournament. Um, yeah. So so you know, we're gonna have to fly over or whatever. But you know, if if you love the game, you love the game. You just you do what you gotta do, and I can't wait to go back, man. I can't wait. It's like yeah, for sure. What I'm looking forward to you know. Uh, yeah raven raven's interesting that's that's mm-hmm. like a it's a good pick do you got a jersey
1: not yet that's a impossible like so you can get a few over here you can get cowboys uh jerseys pretty easy obviously the chiefs you can get the easiest um because the uh, the Super Bowls. same with patriots you can get that really easy but when it comes like the ravens um ravens dolphins uh uh, the Browns,
0: yeah, smaller teams.
1: Anything like that is impossible. So you have to get them kind of shipped over. um But yeah, I'm hoping to to find somewhere soon that 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 does them um because I want to get the 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 home on the purple. Yeah, uh, impossible to find. So I'm just yeah. doing my research and trying to find it.
0: That's not that far from me. I've I've never been in the stadium, but I've driven past it before. And they have really yeah. good fans too, so that's good. You know, teams like like the Jaguars, like, they don't have fans. Like, even even the Rams, the team that's in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. I I would go as far as to say they had more diehard fans when they were in St. Louis because they actually showed up. Like, if yeah. you watch the, the NFC Championship game, that was an embarrassment. There was more 49ers fans in the Ram stadium even than Rams fans.
1: me off. That really that? reminds me of Mante.
0: Yeah, right. No fans. Yeah, and it's just it's just odd, right? Like yeah, you have yeah. this this great team, and you're getting shown up by the opposing fans. Like where I'm from, like that would never happen. Like say what you will about Philadelphia fans, but they show up, they support. Yeah, um, unless you're like like the the ice hockey team losing 14 games in a row, and it's going to be yeah. a little slow. But because uh, you know we hold our athletes to like one always respect the city respect the fans and if you do that and you work hard people are going to cheer for you and yeah philly fans get a bad rap over shit that happened 20 years ago like or or more it's just hmm. it's just not fair sometimes but that's that's the way it goes like yeah. we're known we're known as assholes but you know there are there are assholes sure <laughs> but that's everywhere you know what i mean yeah And yeah, i feel yeah. like it, it only gets highlighted because we're Philly but but yeah i mean being being a fan of a team that has great fans i feel like that makes it better because when i went to anfield that was literally one of the best days of my life like sitting there singing you'll never walk alone with the whole crowd all yeah, the yeah. flags going people going crazy like when they scored their first the first goal mane scored that was so loud and i'm like this is i picked the right team like awesome yeah. And I feel like I would have been upset if I had picked city and I went and it was, it was like half, oh yeah, half yeah, yeah, or whatever. Um, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, good pick, good pick with the, with their yeah, sure. But good, you, you, good you're spoiling
1: about fans. We went to um, we went to Dortmund to watch the last game of the season. Season it was Dortmund versus Mainz. Yeah, and same thing. Like we were in the yellow wall, Dortmund oh, stadium. Yeah. real. Like. We, I think Dortmund were like 3-1 down and even still like the fans were just mental the entire time, did not stop singing for a second. And you didn't care that you were, I mean, we were also not diehard Dortmund fans, but you didn't care that you're watching a team loot. You're just there to support. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. The first time, the first time I saw Liverpool play, it was in North Carolina and we drove down and it was the international champions cup and they played Dortmund and it was probably like 60% Liverpool fans, 40% Dortmund fans, but Dortmund fans were all there to see Pulisic because he was playing for them at the time. And, you know, obviously being American, like he had a big fan base, but I, but I liked that their fans were cool. Like everybody was super nice to each other and it was a good, yeah, it was a good time. And that was the first time I ever, ever saw them play. So it was like, it was a great memory. Um yeah so I'm I'm happy I got to see Pulisic play live too because that's yeah. always nice. He's like he's becoming becoming like a a legend more and more as time goes on because the more the more people that get excited about soccer they're like oh well who's the best player? Like that's usually always the, the first question or the first thing that people get involved with and uh I still have hope one day it'll be Brendan Harrison. I'm very very big fan of his man.
1: well the best player in in the world or
0: no for for team USA Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He won't be best player in the world. I, I think his ceiling is basically like Coutinho. Okay. I think that's that's as good as he'll ever get. If if he yeah. can get to that level, great. Because his passing and his creativity, like, it blows my mind for how young he is. I'm like, wow, this kid's really, really good, and he's fun to watch. Um, yeah. So, and he played for the Philadelphia Union, so I'm I'm partial to him. So I'll, I'll always yeah. be I'll always be in his corner, but but yeah. for right now, it's strange. Like they're not playing Pulisic and Brendan Aronson at the same time. Usually one subs the other off.
1: I was gonna say because Pulisic for for the US plays number ten nine number ten number nine.
0: Number, yeah, number ten. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, which I think um, Aronson's the same, right? For
0: yeah, Salzburg. yeah, yeah. yeah, but I, I wish they found a way to put them both on the field at once because they're they're both so creative and I just, I want to see what it looks like them playing together because I, I just don't see it. And yeah. it's, but also you want to have squad depth and that's a perfect replacement for, for either one, whichever one you start, then you always, always have a quality in there. So
1: I was going to say it's quality, but you also bring on energy for energy, right? Um, right. They're both very high energy players. Yeah. So Or for the little bits that I've seen of Aronson, Um, but yeah. So I think that's that's another thing.
0: Um, Yeah, I just want to see what it looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. With them both on the field, so maybe someday, maybe someday we'll see. But um, all right. Did you have another topic you wanted to bring up? I did, but I forgot what it was. I should have wrote it down. So that's all right. I I I want to think. Okay, I want to ask you about Kurt Zuma. Yeah. And the fact... Did you see the video?
1: I stopped myself from watching it.
0: Um, I didn't see it either, because I don't want to see it.
1: I i think it's... It says a lot about West
0: Ham that he still played. He started. Um, what the fuck is that? All that happened was he was fined two weeks wages, which was apparently the maximum that you can find someone. But how does he start? Like, days after this shit happens. That's horrible um
1: wow. it for me it's more of a um it just sets a bad pre- um precedent for the rest of the team well yeah s- the sport in general it's like um you know as long as the police aren't involved crack on do what you want sort of thing um i don't know i just think the whole thing's a shambles i mean none uh, that sort of thing shouldn't happen in the first place obviously but the way it's been handled as well is absolutely disgraceful and the thing is as well not that you can compare the two but there's been a lot of drama obviously in the Premier League at the moment with with what's going on at United as well so you think right now other teams you know the spotlight is very much on the sport and you'd think other teams would be a little be- bit more careful um yeah and clearly that's not the case of West Ham and I know there was quite a bit of outrage by fans being like how is he starting he shouldn't be playing for the club but there needs to be more from more from the club themselves because it's just uh, it's, it's disgraceful. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's is honestly a shambles. It's terrible.
0: So all that happened was like I, like I said, they had a, the two week fine, and they're donating that money to animal welfare charities. But the manager, when he was asked about it, all he said was, "We don't have players better than him." something along those lines i'm looking for the exact quote but something along those lines and it's just like how do you fucking start someone like if you're a person that could easily beat a defenseless animal like that's just that's not okay you know i love dogs i love cats and it's just like how could you kick that cat across a room from what i'm told and even come on as a
1: teammate as a teammate i could not imagine stepping onto the field of him right yeah you know like and th- there will be people out there and i have actually seen you know when uh, on instagram when uh, west ham put up their team sheet there, there are genuinely um comments saying it's just the cat why is everyone freaking out like that's people's mentality um but the fact is you've still created abuse or harm or whatever word you want to use for it so regardless if you feel it's it's just an animal or whatever kind of your your reasons are beliefs are or anything like that from a let's go from a PR perspective you should you should not be starting you know to protect the club regardless of what that an individual's opinion is you know the the club has to maintain you know a good PR for sponsors and stuff and then you go and start him and then the manager supposedly comes out and says we had no one better I yeah. shouldn't come into the equation for something like this you know whether or not like I said that the manager's views are this is a serious matter or not you have a duty as a club to you know <laughs> not have a shit PR basically um, or avoid it Um, yeah it's
0: uh, here yeah, it is. I already don't. I don't agree with it. He said, "Quote: He is one of our better players." When asked why he started him, come on, David Moyes, like, what is that? Like, you're basically, you're basically saying, we Do don't we think that's it. a yeah. We don't think that's a big deal. Yeah. What? Whatever. You know, he lost his Adidas sponsorship, which, you know, he's he's going to lose money off of this, sure. But, like, even him as a person. How does he even want to play that game like he should be like shit i should probably sit this match huh? if i
1: was if i was him i would you know there's got to be something running through your mind that someone on the other team might be really angry and they might be gunning for you they might really really want to hurt you um because you never know what, you know people think one of them might be a, a, a massive advocate for animal welfare and just not be a very happy person, so I I think uh, it was you know crazy that he stepped on the pitch because I would have been I would have been scared um to be honest.
0: Um, yeah, and um, I, you I think, know
1: yeah,
0: I'm sure he's going to be protested. Uh, to bring this to an NFL perspective, I don't know if you remember what happened with Michael Vick back in the day. No. Do you have any? Okay, so he was found guilty of having a dog fighting like basically like a dog fighting ring that he right. would would lead himself. And there was evidence that he would like really beat the dogs if they lost the fight, like even kill them. And he went to prison. So he spent a year in jail and then came back to the NFL and the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles signed him. And he ended up being our quarterback for like two and a half, three years. But, Every single game, and I used, I work the events, there's people protesting him like crazy. And he went to prison. So, mm-hmm. he, you know, he, he did his time. He was very, very regretful of it. And I feel like he grew from that. So as yeah. an Eagles fan and a dog lover and a pit bull lover, and specifically, he would beat pit bulls and kill pit bulls, e- even me, I was like, well, you know, he did his time. Second chance is okay, fine. But there was people that still were not okay with it and would go and protest every single game that he played in. So mm. you're gonna have that that happen at, for West Ham, I'm sure. I'm sure there's okay. gonna be some some type of some type of activist group that's gonna protest them. And oh, sure. I'm not gonna compare the two because you know, one was like a whole ring and you know mm. th- this was a, a single incident that we know of. You know, the fact that he could even do that what does that say about his character you know it's yeah. questioned so I, I was just upset by you know my my preseason pick of west ham to make the top four this year and they're in top four right now so we'll see if that actually comes true but i'm like i'm kind of rooting for you guys like not really but like you know i made a prediction if it pays off then i'll tell three people that i predicted it and yeah. feel good about myself for a little bit but I was I was just like, how does this fucking guy start? I just, it, it's beyond me. It's beyond me. I, yeah, I, I, it's
1: I don't it's, care. it's sad. It's sad for this sport, and I think the the um for the manager to come out and basically say it's just because we don't have any better players. Yeah, come you on, know, talk, talk 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 about making a player feel invincible. The fact that he right. can go away do that, and then you'd be like, well, you know, you're you're the best player, so we're gonna have to use you. It's just it doesn't sit well I think the whole thing's just been handled awfully from the club from the manager and for the players to do something like that it's just yeah it's
0: yeah I agree on that so we'll see what comes comes out of it you know hopefully he's punished more than he was because he got off easy if you ask me yeah but we'll have to wait and see all right now AFCON African Cup Cup of Nations I, I watched as many games as I could but there was uh like a tv rights deal thing that a lot of the games would play later at night when here they you know the game would go on at two o'clock and i can't watch till eight so i'd already know the scores like i can't help myself Mm -hmm. um so so i end up like fast forwarding and looking at the highlights type of thing because it's not a surprise i know what happens um so that took away from a little a little bit i wish i wish i could have watched the final live i literally couldn't like I, it was out of my hands. I couldn't watch till eight. And obviously, as a Liverpool fan, I wanted to watch because it's Mane against Law, And yeah. uh, Senegal Senegal wins their first ever AFCON trophy. I was super happy for Sadio, man. He's just... Oh, for
1: him to take the winning penalty as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he missed one early in the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he would have never forgave himself for that if they ended up losing. You know, to be honest, I was rooting for Egypt, but I didn't really care also because yeah. either either way i'm happy for whoever and now looking back on it i'm actually happy that senegal won because it was their first trophy it meant so much for for sadio and they were the bad team as well yeah they were and he dude he goes to get and gets treated at a cameroon hospital after the game for a knock he had on his head and ends up paying for this family's medical bill like 440,000 whatever it is for Sen- senegal money uh, it, that's apparently what it costs and he paid for it and this dude, he's he's paid for a school to be built in Senegal, a hospital to be built in Senegal. He he puts so much money back into his community. It's multiple, isn't it? It's great.
1: Multiple hospitals.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he started with the one, and he it, just keeps going, man. He's he's great.
1: It is a shame, um, you know, that more of these things do not get covered because, obviously, we have all the bad stuff that players do. Um and then obviously the exception is about kind of everything that Marcus Rashford does. But you, we need to be hearing more about stuff like this because it does put such a positive spin on the sport instead of just hearing about all the stupid things that all these highly paid youngsters are doing. Um, I mean, what a guy, you know, even, even as a United fan, it's like...
0: Yeah, do it's you remember... Someone
1: that, sorry, go on.
0: Uh, so then you say your point because I want to hear what you're going to say. But do you remember a couple of years ago the picture of him with his shattered iphone did you ever see that story yeah yeah Yeah. yeah.
1: it was like a it was like a thing wasn't it where it had on top like earns x amount a week pays for i think it was schools or hospitals where it said it's like walks walks around with like a a cracked screen iphone or something something stupid yeah
0: and then a teammate i don't know i think it might have been for i forget who someone bought him a new phone because they were like i'm not i'm not looking at that phone anymore (laughs) taking a new phone um but yeah like someone that literally doesn't care about i mean dude the first time he went to france i I did some digging because i heard about all the stuff he was doing i'm like let me look more into this guy and the first time he ever went to france he went there with nothing to go play football soccer whatever and he's in he's in all his gear it was like a lower lower division team but he got his break and he got signed by a team so he's all excited and there's a photographer there he goes Oh, here I'll I'll take your picture. So he poses for the picture, and then Sadio goes, "Oh, I don't have any money. Is it free?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, dude. Like, it's for the team. Like, you don't have to yeah. pay for this." And he, and then he asked him to send the picture to his mom, and it's just like the little things in this guy's life. He's just like. He 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 is the definition of what a role model should be, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, because. You make millions and millions and millions of dollars. Like how much do you actually need if you think about it? You know, I'm not in their shoes, so I don't, I don't know what I would do. Hopefully I would be a good person with a lot of money. I'd like to think so, but he actually is. And that's, you see so much, especially in these days with technology and always like, there's a quote I heard, I think it was in a Marvel movie, 7 billion people and everybody wants to have it all. Hmm. And that's kind of true for the most part. But not him, man. He just he looks out for, he looks out for his roots. He knows where he yeah. came from, and he wants to give back. So yeah, I'm very very happy for Senegal. I am. And- I can
1: imagine he's a an incredible player or incredible teammate to be around. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. I think it probably puts a lot of things in perspective when you're turning up in your Lamborghinis and your Ferraris, and he's there with his shattered phone. Right. You know, it makes you question the right things. I think so. Right. I th- yeah, I think. Uh, we're definitely seeing this divide. I, there's obviously a lot of young players that are making extortionate monies in the Premier League at the moment and are maybe being changed by it. Um, so when you kind of see these players that have come up the hard well, I don't know if there's such thing as an easy way, but have come up where they've had to leave their country to kind of go in search of like a, a career in in the sport. yeah, and nothing's taken for granted, you know, no matter if you're earning, you know 30k a week or or i'm not sure how much mine is on now i imagine it's like plus 200 right
0: i believe it's the same as saw right now which was 200 when we looked it up last time yeah
1: yeah so yeah to not be changed by that i think is the exact sort of per- person you want to be sharing like part of your team
0: yeah i know it's great that's what you've mentioned I,
1: is quality as well
0: right yeah seriously to be that good um so yeah i'm a can't say a bad word about the man. I'm super, super happy for him. And looking at the parade in Senegal, I mean, that was nuts. Like people mm. were losing their minds. It was really, really nice scene. But then you look at the other side of it, you know, Egypt, who has the most titles in AFCON history, they lose to Senegal, which, like you said, they were the better team to get their first trophy. But Salah took it pretty, pretty bad. He was very, very upset. So I, w- I want to play a clip real quick of uh, Jurgen Klopp talking about Mo coming back to the team. He's happy to be back, but he is, um, yeah, disappointed as well, um, massively so. So we, we have to, we, we spoke obviously and um, about the tournament everything. Um, and we will see, um, he, he will deal with that, of course. And I think, I hope that today it will be already better, but yesterday everybody could see, um, yeah he still has the final in his mind he's happy to be back okay so obviously he took it hard but while i'm watching that video i, I got to give sadio a little more love right when the game's over is he celebrating with his teammates
1: no he's with Salah, isn't he, he he's with mo oh, consoling
0: mo, consoling his friend about yeah. about the loss that just happened that's just come on man like he's thinking of mo first and then he'll yeah. then he'll go celebrate and I, I can imagine Mo being like, dude, go, go ahead. Like, go be with your, go be with your people. But man, that, that, that video, it's a nice, it's a nice video of uh, Sadio, Consol and Mo. But so um, yeah, go ahead. A,
1: a question on that, which is, I'm very curious. I'd I'd also like to know Adams um, answers this as well. Which of the three are you going to be most sad to see leave oh. Liverpool? Klopp, Mane or Salah? Because, I, I have no idea if I asked any Liverpool fan, which one they'd be the most sad about.
0: Man, that is tough. See, I need to ask my wife that question because she, so she grew up, you know, we, I've had my father-in-law on before, massive, massive soccer fan, massive Juve fan. So she grew up around soccer always, but she's like a Liverpool fan now. And she mm. says it's because of Klopp. She loves him. But Mane's her favorite player. She has his jersey. Um, she, she Mo's not her. Like, she doesn't like to admit that, like, Mo's could be the best player in the world right now. It's debatable. So mm. she's not, like, the biggest fan of his, I guess, because he gets too much praise already. Yeah. Um, so he would be third for her for sure. But, man, for me, that – man, that is such a hard question, dude. That That would be – A very, very difficult decision. If I actually had to make that decision, I don't know, man. I don't even know if I can answer that. That is so hard. Yeah. Obviously, everything Juergen's done, man, I mean, he's a legend for the rest of his life if he retires tomorrow. Hmm. You know, he is. And I feel like all all of them are. They're all Liverpool legends for the rest of their lives already. Uh, has gone on record saying he wants to break the records, have the most goals and everything. Hopefully he gets his contract. I'm not ready for any of them to leave right now at all. And, and honestly for is in that conversation too, because, you know, he was, he was with the team at the point when they were bad and started to get better Mm -hmm. um, with Coutinho and he's so supportive, Bobby, like, whenever, whenever anyone scores a goal, he's always the first person there celebrating with them. And he seems, yeah. he seems happier when someone else scores than when he scores. And it's mm. all of them, man. I, I love them all. It'd be, it'd be super hard to answer that. Um, are you going to make me answer right now?
1: No, okay. I can leave <laughs> you just, uh, fully into that deep, dark pit of, uh, wonder. Yeah.
0: Let me sit on that for a week and see if I can even have anything close to an answer next week because that is such a hard question
1: I think Adam would be the same and he'll probably tell me I'm wrong but I think his would be between Klopp and Mane as well I think he'd be sad with Salah but I think his would be between those two but we'll we'll see
0: yeah maybe I can narrow it down to two maybe I can do that I'll think I'll think it over during the week I'm going to ask her um I'll I'll text her now and see if she even answers (laughs) but what did you think about Klopp's comments about Salah
1: he's an one right it's just like that is the the exact person you want to be in charge of your team because it's not just like if you want to take the the difference in uh in comments between him and I'd say pretty much any other manager in the Premier League like Liverpool it's almost like they're that team's his children he's just such a like a, a ridiculous amount of investment um, from Klopp, and just even out, off the pitch, he just ha- clearly has so much care and time for each of those players. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm jealous to be honest. You know, considering we've, you know, Ferguson was the same though, right? You know, he, right. he was very much a father figure to to the likes of Ronaldo and and Rooney coming through and and, and stuff like that. So it makes a massive impact when you just know that your manager gives that much of a shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, like was, he's a legend. He's,
0: yeah. It was funny when, uh, when Luis Diaz finally arrived in yeah. Liverpool, one of the first pictures I see is Klopp giving him a big old hug mm. and everyone on the internet started tweeting about, Oh, that first Klopp hug, like, Diaz looks like a little kid. Like he's like, (laughs) he's he's in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Diaz played to that, and then he took a screenshot, and put that first clap hug on his Instagram. So he's like already getting involved in in that. But um, but yeah, I mean, dude, super lucky. I mean, are you super lucky?
1: Are you excited about Diaz? I am. I don't know much about him.
0: To be honest, I don't. I didn't either. I you know I've I looked at his highlights when. When it was rumored that we were going to get him, and right away I could tell he's got super high talent of finding the back of the net, Mm. which is an intangible skill. Like he's he scores from all angles, and you know he likes playing off of the left wing, which is Mane's position. Um, So I'm I'm curious how it's all going to work with with everybody playing together. Is it just Mm. going to be a rotation type of thing? Um, Because you know Jota came in. And it seems to me that Jota can really play anywhere. Yeah. But I think he's best when he's in the middle. But it doesn't really seem to matter. He plays with whoever, like any combination of of the front three with him, and he'll make it work. Um yeah. so that was that was nice. And I, I wonder what the situation is going to be like for Diaz, or if he just likes coming down the left wing solely. But yeah, man, his uh his scoring touch is nice he he had some really ap- acrobatic goals where he just flies up gets just the right touch on it and the ball goes in the net so yeah i'm very excited to watch him play to see how it works out i think that was a statement signing to be like uh oh, tottenham's going to get this guy no we're going to get him right now um, do you know
1: the do you know the story with that Somewhat. About, so did you know that like uh tottenham spent months driving down the the coast oh yeah And then (laughs) Liverpool just swoop in and just—I think think it was itchy a couple of days, right? It was just kind of went in. It was like, "Here's the money." Um, Supposedly, I'm not sure how much truth there is in it, but supposedly Spurs took months driving the price down through negotiation for Liverpool to just come in and be like, "Yeah, we'll we'll take him."
0: Yeah, I saw headlines being like the relationship between FSG and Daniel Levy is forever severed. Like they're never going to forgive them now. Uh, but you know, that's just, that's business, right? That it, it happens. Yeah. And, I'm so I'm,
1: I'm not sure that's a relationship that's really going to buffer. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't think so either. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to watch them play. we got a lot of games coming up and hopefully there's a title race to be excited about, but if not still in both cups, still got mm-hmm. champions league. So there's a lot, a lot of games coming up. So it's good that you have the bodies uh, of talent to put in, and mix and match and a bunch of new toys for cop to play with. So yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. It was a, it was a nice day, but still the the thought of Mo or Sadio leaving lingers over my head. And the same day that we signed Diaz, I read a report saying FSG is now in talks with Bobby, Sadio and Mo to restructure their, to give them new deals. So we'll see if that actually happens they're going to have to really open that checkbook. Uh, it's going to change the pay wage for sure. I mean, if you give Mo a raise, then Virgil deserves a raise, right? Mm. So yeah. it's going to change their pay structure. So I, I I wonder if they're ready for it. I hope they are because not only does Mo deserve a raise for what he's done, but for what he's going to do, man, he's not slowing down at all. Like he's playing no. really, really well right now. And I hope they figure it out. I really do. But um, all right. Any last thoughts? Any anything you want to say about United? You still think uh, top four? Uh, I fours? don't want to talk about. Uh, no. N-
1: no, I do not think top four. Did you watch them play this week? Yeah. Did you yeah. watch the Burnley game? Yeah. How uh, McGuire still has a job?
0: His, oh, he's he's been getting wrecked, wrecked on Twitter, man. You that know guy, the thing that
1: I keep the thing that I keep getting sent. His, I don't know if you saw, there was a tweet like last year that's uh, when Maguire had, had an OK spell or basically a spell where he didn't make any as many mistakes. Um, and there was a tweet going around where I think someone said Maguire deserves to be in the same conversation as Van Dyke.
0: Yes, I, I do remember that.
1: Or, yep. All I keep saying now is this, all I keep seeing is this tweet. And I'm like, I can't <laughs> even disagree, that this is just absolute, like, it's a joke, you know. And this is, this is the, the captain of, of United. Um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, what can I say? Yeah. He, he, he needs to go, but you're not going to be able to sell a player of, that cost as much as he did on a salary as high as it is. So we're just going to have to put up with it.
0: Oh, no, maybe it'll turn around. You never know. Really? Do you believe that? Because I don't um, Anything's possible. I, I know it doesn't look great right now, but. You know, you're still <laughs> only one point back, and you have a game at hand. Do you,
1: do you so, want to know another stat? Another interesting stat: do you know, Ronaldo's on his longest gro- uh, goal drought ever. Is he really in his yeah, career? Ten games. Ten games. Yeah. Do you think he's gone so, next year? Would you stay? Where do you go? PSG. This there's talks of PSG, and personally, United's not going to. I mean even best case scenario, you get Ten Hag and things begin to change. You're looking at a full team rebuild. By the time United get to a place where they can comfortably say we could potentially challenge for something, Ronaldo's going to be long gone. You know, we're talking, I, I think it, I honestly genuinely think it will be at least another two or three years before, and that's with good recruitment, before United can turn around and say, we are genuinely challenging for something. Yeah. That's how well, far off I think that team is.
0: It's possible. It is possible. I'd go. I just thought I
1: was Ronaldo. I'd go.
0: What? See, I thought I always had in my head that I thought he would do. Because, you know, Ronaldo is Mr. Trophy. He's got so many trophies. It's insane. I thought something that could really put a feather in his cap before he retires is to get a, a league title in, in the top five leagues. And he he's already got three. So I thought that'd be something he would go for, but he hasn't yet. But if he goes to PSG, then he's just Germany away from getting that done. And no one's ever done that, right?
1: Uh, I think someone's done four. Four? I think. Uh. I'm not sure. Um, Ibrahimovic, right? PSG. Yeah. PSG, uh, Barcelona. Um, He didn't do UK, did he? Didn't win. No. He didn't win anything in the Prem. Yeah. PSG, um, Milan. Was it yeah, somewhere Barcelona. else? He won somewhere else, right? Anyway, I think he's probably. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it because I feel like it's someone that's done at least three, maybe four. Um, but yeah, he could do. He could go somewhere. Um, I think there's so many players. If Mbappe moves, maybe PSG pick him up for a year. If Haaland doesn't go to Bayern and Lewandowski moves on, maybe he goes, I don't know, I, I have no idea. Um, yeah. But if I was him, I personally would not do another year because as much as like he's in great physical shape, right? But the fact is he is getting older. How long do yes. you kind of sit around? Because he is having to work his ass off, right? At some point, you're going to want to go to a PhD or something and do way less and still gain trophies. Um, right. So I think... I, I'd be shocked if he stays. I think it would take an absolute miracle. I think we'd have to get tops four. I think we'd have to bring in a a manager that has a serious game plan. A bunch of recruitment behind the scenes is another big thing. And good summer transfers, or at least some proof that we're going to sign players in the summer. I think that's the only way he stays.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that's. I hate to be so so doom and gloom when talking about Man U. You know. so that's all
1: you can do when you've got a, an 80 million pound defender playing at the back who plays like someone in a Sunday
0: league. Yeah. Leicester's looking pretty smart right now. But
1: Oh, yeah. hundred hundred percent. What can you do? It's just right. laughing stock.
0: So Well, this was a fun episode, man. And uh, hopefully we have the trio back next week. And as a name. We, and a name. We definitely will have a name. I put mm. it out into the world, so we have to make it happen. We're going to open the show next week with a brand new name for the show. There you go. Yes. All right. You guys have a great week and we'll see you next time.
1: See you later. Oh, thank you.